The hand that holds the pen writes history. That's quite true of this next film. We checked out director Wash Westmoreland's newest biopic film, Colette, starring Academy Award nominee Kira Knightley and Dominic West. We welcome Knightley's return to the silver screen in this episode. I'm Kaylee, she's Tuesday, and you're enjoying Whiskey and Popcorn. marrying a successful Parisian writer named Willie, Sydney Gabrielle Colette moves from her small rural town to the high-class splendor of Paris. After the move, Willie starts racking up the bills. Here's an example. They never get a job on their own. I lend them my name, my reputation, I take all the risk and there's still no money. We need more output. Well, you could get another writer. You pay them with what? I'm not even making a thousand this month. I've got 300 from the Echo, 425 from the latest vamp novel, and just 250 from the music reviews. It doesn't even cover the outgoings. How can we spend so much money? The mortgage, Matilde, restaurants. You always pick up the bill, Willie, no matter how many people join us. It's expected of me. And the races and the casino. What do you want me to do? Live like a monk or a peasant? No, I'm just saying that we could economize. You. You could write. What? Those stories you told me of Saint Sauveur last year. My school stories? Yes, that could be Willie's next novel. Try it anyway, but try now. Start immediately. Aim for four hours at a time. The wolves are at the door! As you can hear, Willie suggests that Colette essentially start ghostwriting for him. Which she does, and the first manuscript seems to flow pretty quickly from her pen, but she's unsure of her skills at first, which is natural considering she's never written a novel before. Correct. And Willie initially chalks up the first draft of her semi-autobiographical novel as a failure. But money grows even scarcer, and eventually, Willie does submit the book for printing, after making a few quick notes in the margins. This book becomes Claudine, and it's an overnight success. From that, it stems additional novels with the same character in different locations. And as Willie becomes more and more successful... Colette actually starts fighting over creative ownership of the series, all while questioning her sexuality, gender roles, and fashion. Kaylee, what was your state of mind heading into this film? Well, full disclosure, I love Keira Knightley. She is one of my favorite living actresses, and she leads this film, so I was on board the moment I heard she was in this project. And, you know, to be honest with you, I've really missed her presence on the screen the last couple of years while she was being a, a mom to her new little daughter, which, you know, can't fault her for that. But uh, so happy to see her back doing historical fictions as well as historical biopic movies. And I've actually, I've heard of the Claudine books, and I know one of Colette's other books, Gigi, which was adapted into a movie in the 50s, uh, which stars Leslie Caron. But I didn't know much about Colette, the author herself. You know, I too went in knowing little history on this character, which for me is very bothersome because she is definitely this pivotal individual in LGBTQ history. Overall, I enjoyed it. With any biopic of late, I found bits of it to be slow. But, you know, that happens when you're telling the truth and not making up a drama. 
So I can't be upset about that. It was a nice break from the comic books and the remakes uh, that we've been kind of inundated with this year. And uh, I'm with you. Knightley just absolutely shines in this through acting, costuming, watching her go from like this timid farm girl of a character to like this well-versed heroine was awesome. Yeah, definitely this role is Oscar material for her. And I mean, the director, Westmoreland, he really put together a beautiful story out of Colette's life. Whenever you're doing a biopic about somebody, it it can be really hard to kind of know which parts to include to create a coherent story. But he did that. And it's not surprising. I mean, Walsh was the director behind Still Alice with uh, Julianne Moore. And she took home the Best Actress Award for the her performance in that back in, I believe it was 2014. So I could easily see Knightley doing the same for her performance in Colette. What I really enjoyed in this movie was the attention to detail, particularly to the relationships that Colette develops. I really like to see her grow. Like you said, Tuesday, she did kind of from the country girl to this more sophisticated Parisian woman. But you could see that happen with her relationships, too, where she was kind of timid, very sweet, very shy, unsure of herself, and then start really having these mature, interesting relationships. Because like at the beginning with her husband, Willie, like she was just head over heels, complacent housewife, fully supportive of him, even though he wasn't exactly the best husband, even at the get-go. Over time, you could see that relationship change. And then there's all the relationships with the various women that she develops. Notably, there's that Southern Belle, Georgie, who's played by the amazing Eleanor Tomlinson. So any Poldark fans out there will instantly recognize her as Demelza from that series. And here she plays this Southern Belle. She's not on screen for very long. Her accent I guess worked for me enough, although it it was not her natural accent by any means. (laughs) So that relationship was really just corrupt and and hurtful. It ended up being like a menage a trois where the Claudine menage a trois book came from that experience. And then um, that later evolved into a much more stable, loving relationship with the woman Missy. And Missy is definitely more of the butch, probably kind of loaned to the originals, if you will. She's wearing trousers at a time when women would not be caught dead wearing trousers. Um, Missy is played by Denise Goff, and she was actually, you might recognize her from Juliet Naked, which came out earlier this summer. But that relationship was just very, it was interesting to see the progression from one to the other. And then, of course, you know, with Willie, um, that whole husband-wife relationship just disintegrating. And it's not for lack of trying on Colette's part. I really feel like she gave him a lot of chances, but he was just a smuck, a schmuck. So shout out to Dominic West and his performance. I think he might get overshadowed by Knightley and the other characters, but uh, he was just a great person to despise. Oh, I hated him so much. <laughs> That's how you know it was really great acting. But I'm with you. It, it was, she really grew Colette did when it was her and Missy. And I feel like Missy almost empowered her to know that she can think for herself and be herself. And she she doesn't just have to be someone's wife or 
uh, one of those, you know, typical characters in a relationship. It was just really nice. It's how her husband should have treated her all along, really. Yeah, yeah, Missy was definitely that supportive role. And, you know, interesting, too, with Colette, like, she started off shy, and then she really just became a powerhouse force um, because she she did continue to write throughout her life, but she also, like, started acting on stage and dancing. So she, like, really took on this artist's role that um, the movie does touch upon a little bit. But it's so fascinating. But I also, I want to touch upon the cinematography in this movie. When I walked out of the theater, I was really struck by it. It was so evocative. The shots just get right in there with Colette, and they managed to achieve a level of intimacy that it really struck me. I felt like I was physically there with Colette, experiencing her struggles, which, you know, you can look at other films to say all oh, these shots were really close they were intimate but when I say intimate like I really felt like I was standing shoulder to shoulder with her oh cinematography was beautiful we had green countrysides and these elegant grandiose homes and you know we've touched on it a little bit with other historical films but the outfits are just spot on with across all characters in Colette. It's so beautiful. This is one of my favorite things about historical movies. And you really took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> with this one, Tuesday. Because, of course, this is a historical biopic. And the era that we're looking at here in Paris is the Belle Époque. Uh, hopefully my French is up to snuff there. So this is essentially the time period between 1871 and 1914. And for you English history buffs out there, I know you... This is the same time period that overlaps with both the Victorian and Edwardian eras in England. So you can kind of think of the Sherlock Holmes era a little bit. And this time period is often viewed as a golden age of Paris. So, you know, with the costuming specifically, you get the high collars on the women, the poofy shoulder sleeves, the cute little black neckties. And uh, of course, you know, beyond that, the architecture, the Art Nouveau really takes hold at this time. It's just I could go on. I better stop myself here. But there is one scene in particular that really just draws together the cinematography and costuming. It's when Colette and Missy are performing this expose, a, a dance really at the Moulin Rouge. And Missy is playing a explorer archeologist type and Colette is playing, I'm assuming she must be like Cleopatra or something, a, a long dead Egyptian queen. And the entire scene is just gorgeous with the costuming, with the set design, um, and also just the way the shots pull it all together. And that entire scene was giving me some serious Metropolis vibes. Uh, Tuesday movie trivia for you. Do you know the movie Metropolis? I have not seen it. You're going to have to show me. Oh, my gosh. 1927 Black and White, one of the originals. We're having an old movie night Done. very soon. <laughs> but there's a scene in that movie where the actress does this sort of sexy dance before a crowd of men. She's got this kind of very Art Deco costume that kind of looks Egyptian. So super risque for the day, much like Colette's performance in uh, the movie Colette. <laughs> and... We're not going to touch on this extensively uh, for this review, but look at some de serious deep concepts they have in this film. Misogyny, monogamy, sexuality in general. Even for that age, I was very surprised at how 
tolerant really like that Willie was with her relationship Colette's relationship with women and just especially for that time and they kind of set up this nice relationship where they both had partners but they kind of quote-unquote stayed together for the fans or for the public image and some of the outfits that she starts experimenting with is very risque for the day and it's just something to really pay attention to throughout the film and just big, big no-nos occurred throughout that, which really makes her revolutionary. So for our local fans, when you are listening to this, also feel free to check out, there are several film festivals here this weekend. We have the sixth annual Jerome Indie Film and Music Festival, Thursday, September 27th through Sunday the 30th. And that is in the beautiful, small ghost town, Jerome, in Arizona. And then we also have the Desperado LGBTQ Film Festival this Friday, September 28th through Sunday the 30th. And that's at Paradise Valley Community College. So feel free to Facebook both of those. They have outstanding pages to check out. Totally. And more film festivals are coming out very soon in the Valley of the Sun. And don't forget to subscribe to us. on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Make sure you get your at least weekly dose of whiskey and popcorn. And as always, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter. Thanks for listening. See you at the movies.